All right, here we go. I'm very excited. Series two, episode 28. I've got Dave Dalton. Does he need any introduction? I'm not sure. He's been in Screaming, he is in Screaming Bloody Mary, Cell Block 5, solo artist, CEO of Die Laughing Records, my partner in Die Laughing Records, lover, fighter, all-round nice guy. They say the godfather of punk is Iggy Pop. I say it's Dave Dalton. Dave, welcome (laughs) to 7 Minutes Max, buddy. Thank you, Mark, for having me. Yes, thank you so much. I'm also a pain in the ass. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. King, king pain in the ass. (laughs) No, no, you're a good guy. No, there's nothing. Thanks, mate. You're a good guy. I I could never say anything negative about you (laughs) on camera when I'm recording. Outside of the camera when I'm not recording, maybe. No, no, I'm joking. That's a joke. So, Dave, we worked together for about a year, but you've had, um, uh, wow, an amazing career. Uh, how long do you reckon you've been going for in this in this punk rock world of ours? Oh, Jesus, maybe solid picking up a guitar on from my first stage was probably 7980. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. 7980. And I say to people all the time, you look pretty good for 87. <laughs> 87 years old, that is. <laughs> so you know how this works. Yep. So it's seven minutes max. No one ever takes seven minutes, but let's try. I'm going to yep. put a stopwatch on and I'm going to ask you seven questions and we're going to try and answer them in seven minutes. But don't yep. get stressed about the time. You just give me your answers and let's, and let's go from there. And you know what I'm going to do today? I'm actually going to write down <laughs> how many I ask. Because the last one I did with Stuart Coop from episode 27, I actually forgot. We got so entrenched in what we were doing. I think I only asked you five <laughs> questions. But anyway, all right. So, Dave, your time yes. starts now. Dave, yes. tell me, how do you try and impress your partner? My partner in crime, my honey. Um, yes. Just, just to be honest, be straight up and be horny. <laughs> Is it in that order? Uh, in a mix, in a mix. Can a man be can a man be honest when he's not horny? Or is he only honest when he's horny? <laughs> or is that a, horny, he's horny. only honest when he's horny. Is that another <laughs> whole episode? That could, that could be another episode. That could be another podcast. Are men honest when they're not horny? Yes, they are. Okay. Most right. men. Okay. I am. Yeah. yeah, I am too. But you and I might be, you and I might be the not not uh, not the norm. Well, we're definitely not normal. That's for sure. No, no, we're not normal, Mark. <laughs> Can you imagine if they were basing what men are like being normal and they based it on us? It'd be a disaster. It'd be a fucking explosion. They, they wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> okay, all right, you've answered that well. I appreciate it. All right, if you didn't live in America, if you didn't live in the San Francisco area in America, where actually would you like to live? I like to live in the and why? Uh, I like to live back in the UK in Muswell Hill. It's a farming country up in the in the uh, northern part of the UK. Um, I just love it there. You know, I was born as a as a uh, in Manchester, England, and I moved to the states at nine years old. See, not many people know that. Not many people know you were born in the UK. Yeah, and I was I lost my accent because I when I came to the United States. 
I used to get picked on and beat up. So I learned how to, but when I go back to the, if I go back to the UK or my sister lives there, I'll pick that accident like that. Is that right? That's just what I love. I would love to go back there, live there. I like that. That's a good answer. All right. That was question two. Question three. What's the most rebellious stage act you've ever seen? I ever seen? Yeah. The most rebellious stage act that you just went, Oh Lord. Oh my God. Um, The, Peter Townsend of The Who, uh, when some guy jumped on the stage at the film, or this is like in 1970, I believe, or so, or whatever, uh, tried to jump on there and dance around. He grabbed him and just started smashing him over the head with a guitar. You can actually see it. The guy was hurting and then throws him off the stage. And that was really like mind opening. I was like, maybe about, Mark, I was probably about 16. I was just like, like the violence brought more, I wanted to do that. I want to be that. Yeah, yeah. And I did that. 1991 at the Omni Theater. A, a guy kept spitting at my singer. The singer is a pussy. He just wouldn't do it. And I told him to come up. When he came up with his buddies, my band disappeared. Oh, I got I got fucked up, but I was fighting him off with my guitar. <laughs> I had a black eye. Why did it take you so long till 91 before you hit anyone over the head with a guitar? <laughs> Because I didn't want to fuck up my last ball. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. All right, I like that. That's brilliant. All right, tell me, question four. We're getting through it. We're doing well. You're on about three and a half minutes. Question four. What was that? You're on about three and a half minutes, so you're doing pretty well. And this is question four. And think about this one. Where and when and what was it? What was your best fast food experience? My fast food experience? Best. Your best one. That's- oh. Off stage, eating, whatever. What was your best one? Oh man, having a oh god, that's okay. There's a there's this a burger place called In and Out. Yep. French fries are amazing. The hamburgers aren't greasy, they're just right. They melt in your mouth. In and out burgers. In and out burgers. So in, in and out in America. America. It's interesting, you know, because I've yeah. asked that question a lot, and in and out does come up a lot. It does in and out. Up. Yeah, in and out comes up a lot. I'll tell you something interesting. I, I learned when I was with all my time in the States to ask for it animal style. <laughs> Have you heard of that animal style? Oh. Yeah, there's animal. Um, yeah, I heard of it. I heard of it. Yeah, um, I can't remember what, what happens. I can't, I can't remember what happens. It's, a, it's, a, it's animal. It's called animal. It's like a French fry, but it's like, oh, I forgot how it's. Oh man, I can't remember what it is. I was going to try one one time. Yeah, I can't that? remember what I can't remember what animal style was, but it's it was it made the burger better. But anyway, it was it was a few years ago. But animal style in and out, I remember, and it was meant to be yeah. a secret, and everybody knows about it. <laughs> Crazy. All right, okay, that was question five. You're doing well. All right, so if you had to live together with any band. And you were a member of that band, any band in the world you would be a member of, but you had to then live with them for a year. Who would that be? Which band would that be that you could oh, live no. with for a year? That would be the Faces. The Faces is risky, boozers, and they having a good time. Faces. The Faces, that's it. <laughs> so is that going back to Rod Stewart was in the Faces, wasn't he? Rod Stewart. Right. Back yeah. to that, that time, Rod Stewart time. Yeah, it was uh he joined the 
they got together in end of 69 because the Jeff Beck group broke up. Yeah. Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood went to the faces. And they were together for five years. And I seen every show here in Northern California where they come around. It was just didn't amazing. They do a re- didn't they did a tour a couple of years ago? They got back together? Yeah, it was in the UK. They only did a couple of shows in the UK. I used to book the keyboard player, Ian McLagan. I used to book. And then uh, we did the NAM show. Uh, I, I went to the NAM show like 10 years ago. So I was in a band with Michael Melinda, the bass player, Stu Ham, and all this. Uh, we were doing a, a song, Stay With Me. And they were giving an award to Ronnie Wood. He's seen us. He's seen me sing it on the side of the stage and was digging it. I have pictures right. of that. That's great. You should, you should show me those. Do you think people it's get... Really good. I face. I, I, okay, I love that. But this is a segue here. I, and this is not my opinion, but do you find when some people, they go, oh, I met this famous band member, and then they find out that he only played keys, that he only played keyboard, that they get disappointed. People get disappointed when they meet the... They want to meet the guitarist or the bass player, but when they meet the keyboardist, they get disappointed. And I'm, I'm not like that. I, I'm... We've got a band, um, uh, Ganache. There, the keyboardist is from the Food Fighters. I think it's amazing, but people yeah, get disappointed. I think it's great. They they don't think keys play a big role. I actually think they do, but people do get disappointed. I think the keyboards does play a big role. I mean, Emerson, Emerson Lake and Palmer. I seen them, Keith Emerson, and you know, people get yeah. You're you're right. You know. Do you think? You know, do you think it's weird that I put aftershave on when I'm doing these? No, matter of fact. Matter of fact, dude, <laughs> me and Jillian were at dinner uh, this last Saturday, and I, I, the waiter's going by and had a real good smell. I go, yeah. that's a good... And then she asked him, what what, what kind of uh, spray you got? And he, she, he told her. And then we started talking, and I go, yeah, Mark has that spray. I wonder if it smells really good, you know, because yeah. we were actually talking about you. Yeah, I love, I love good smells. And so I don't think I smell. I think I smell good all the time, but I always put this on. But anyway, all right. What is it? What? Oh, this is just this is just a cheapy barber stuff, just a cologne that I I like. But man, I got yeah, hundreds, I like of hundreds, hundreds. I love that stuff, man. <laughs> All right, question six. Question six. Um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Oh, the best advice. Um, Actually, let me geez. give you that. That's just going to be twofold. What's the best advice, and what's the worst advice you've ever been given? Oh shit! The best advice was just a. Uh, when I got off, um, when I got off dope heroin, um, the best advice was just to live life and enjoy the rest, enjoy the rest of your life. And this this old man told me that. And ever since he, when he said that, he had these like little, almost like sparkly eyes. And then he was talking to me on that. That was a good advice because I was, was on heroin. heroin. I was really bad on heroin. I was a heroin addict. What what year? And then that. I stopped heroin in 80, I think 86. So when you were doing heroin, heroin was real. That, and that was the real shit. Yeah. I mean, Mark, man, when I, when I did dope, one time I got cotton fever. That's the worst you want to get cotton fever. The fiber, you can't even see it. It's in your bloodstream. It stays there for two weeks. You're in so, it's like millions of toothaches going off. Oh. You, you can die. You can have a heart attack. And, uh, yeah, it was it was bad, and I and I even went to a, a a shooting gallery in New York, and that's where I got cotton fever. And and the person I went there with was two guys, 
um, I can't, I'm not going to tell the second guitar player, but I went with Johnny Thunders there. Wow. This is in the Bowery. And uh, it's a long story, but I got my cotton fever there. I, I believe I did. Maybe that's a new question in my series. Who's the best person you've ever done heroin with? <laughs> I mean, people are going to probably hate me saying it, but that's what it was, man. Yeah. You know, but the, the worst advice I think I got is uh, um, in my first marriage. <laughs> I should have never gotten married at eighteen yeah. or nineteen. Yeah, and having having a family right away, and um, working at a steel mill at night, and it was the worst because she was really a mean person. You know, um, that wasn't an angel, but she was. A, yeah, the worst advice. Yeah. Uh, her, her friend said, you should get married to Gloria, this and that, and she's this and that, you know. But that was the worst advice. Okay, all right. Well, we, we, we've got the best and the worst. All right, you've handled that well. All right, last question, and then I'm giving you a bonus question. So last question. Um, okay. What is your party trick? When you go to a party, what's the one thing that you're quite famous for? What's your party <laughs> trick? What's the Dave Dalton party trick? Party trick, Jesus. I haven't partied in a long time. So I think, um, um, God. Do you I, have a party trick? I don't think I have a party trick. I'm just an honest person. You know, I don't go spike, I don't go spike drinks or. Rohit Nolan drinks. I don't okay, do that. All right, all right, all right. Then I'm going to ask you a question. Who would you love to collaborate with musically? Who would you, who haven't you done anything with that you'd love to do a song with? Oh, man. Oh. I would love to do a song, really collaborate, if I can get a chance, which I probably won't, is with Ronnie Wood. Okay. I would, I would really like to collaborate. Now, if I can collaborate with somebody now here in the area, I would collaborate with East Bay Ray from the Kennedys. Well, that's easy to organize. Yeah, but Ron Wood would be the one. Ronnie, Ronnie Wood. I like that. Yeah. Ronnie Wood would be. I met I met Ronnie Wood in Australia when the two, when the Stones toured a few years back. That's that's so great. You know. So cool. I remember him. He's only that tall, and he wore these really cool blue sneakers. Yeah, I'll never forget. He always had these really cool sneakers on, and he had his radio sh in the dressing room. He had his radio show playing in the background. Oh wow! Yeah, it was quite cool. I, show I really, I really would like to work with Ronnie Wood. You know, right. and I met him when we did that show at the Nam. Just talked to him, shook his hand, but yeah. that was about it because he had all these managers around him and shit. You know, oh, he's a, he's a true legend, and he was. He was like a paid employee for the Stones for like 20 years. They only made him a, a, a full member like 10 years yeah. ago. I think it's crazy. Exactly. You know, um, he, he, a lot of, lot, he's the most sought after musician around the planet. Yeah. Everybody wants to play with him. He plays with this, that, you know. As, as, oh. a, as a segue, you know, you and I are both um, audiophiles. We love our vinyl and collecting vinyl. And we also collect memorabilia. Do you know that once I collected um, a, I, I had the original tile, a original tile that was from the swimming pool that Brian Jones drowned. Wow. In. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what happened to it. That was super. Oh, dude. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, know. I, don't, I actually don't know what happened to it. All right. So you've answered all the questions, but I'm going to ask you a bonus question to wrap this up. All right. If you're in LA, it's two in the morning, you came out of, Cantor's Deli on Fairfax and you're going to your car or whatever and you look to the left, look to the right, no one's around, you saw a bag on the ground. 
And in the bag was $1 million US. No one around. Sitting there, obviously been thrown out the window. It's gone. No one's claiming it. No one wants to know about it. It's a million bucks. What do you do? I get that. I spend the fuck out of it. I buy me some Mady's guitars, fucking vinyl. I take Jillian, buy a, buy a, get some kind of condom. I don't know. I would spend it. I'm sorry. I'm a true person. I'm not gonna lie and go. I'll give it to a charity. This and that. I'm gonna charity myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I reckon you'd smash two to three hundred grand. You'd have a bit left. Oh yeah. <laughs> you'd have a bit left. All right. So your answer is you'd spend the fuck out of it. Spend it. Liquidate. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Dave, thank you for being on Seven Minute Max. That was episode 28 of series two. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you, brother. And we've got your triple pack about to hit with your three songs on Robot Records. Um, So anyone listening to this should check that out because they are definitely worth a spin. Yes, it is. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. All right, man. See you soon. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye. <laughs>